Hi, everybody, and welcome in a very special co-working, a podcast about what makes a co-working special. And today we're talking, we're going a bit overboard because we're talking, of course, about co-working. It's in the name. I'm so about co-living and really any kind of really interesting new way of working and of living, basically. Uh, this month, we welcome Ivano. Thank you for being here, Ivano. Hello. Hello, Fanny. He's from Odd Quarters, so it's a co-living experience. It's more rural villages in Italy near Napoli. I had that word debate missing myself, how you should pronounce Napoli, because apparently Napoli is Italian and it's Naples in English, but I feel Napoli is really way better way to do things. Why do we have to translate all the city language, the, the city name? I don't understand. Uh, anyway, uh, Ivano, uh, so it's not just a co-working, it's a co-living. Is it both? Is it just a co-living? How would you qualify what you were trying to do? Okay, so uh, first of all, let's start from the, the concept that is between uh, mm -hmm. behind the co-working, okay, or a co-living. Uh, there is uh, a part of the word that has two letters, which is the C and the O, so co. When you have this uh, part in, the, in any kind of word that could be co-living, co-creative, co-experiencing uh, something, okay, you have something that is done together with another person or with a group of people, okay? So uh, a co-working or a co-living basically uh, is doing the act that is after the co together with somebody else. Yeah. So uh, inside the co-working, you have people working together. Inside the co-living, you have people living together that not necessarily co-work also together because in a co-living space, you have basically a place where people can live and have their own privacy, but not necessarily they work together in the co-living. If they do, of course, you have a chance to have a, uh, a special room, okay? Or uh, there can also be a kitchen table where two, minimum two people work together on the same surface. Mm. So that's more or less what uh, comes behind okay this kind of uh, concept of co-doing something together with another person. So uh, without quarters, what we were trying to do is to first of all experience together certain kind of experiences. We are Italians, me and Roberto, my co-founders, and uh, uh, are both from Napoli. So you spelled it right. Uh, it's Napoli. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, so uh, we uh, wanted to share with the people that we met while we were traveling a lot around the world because of our studies, because of our jobs and so on, uh, what you can actually experience in, uh, in our hometown, in our region, which is Campania, mm -hmm. okay? But not in, uh, in a chaotic way, like because when we were traveling and when we, uh, you know, realized that living in a city or in a crowded place, in a noisy place, it's a little bit unsustainable for our bodies, okay? Even if you are working physically and going every day nine to five to an office, that's uh, something that for our bodies is good mm -hmm. because you have a routine for sure. But, and it's also good because you have, a co-working space inside yeah. an office, 
we don't realize it, but we have a co-working space inside an office. But on another, uh, on another level, it's also something that more and more people want to escape from mm. because probably the environment is toxic and so on. So if you have the luck or the chances or the will to switch to a remote working environment, which means work from home or work from anywhere, okay, you can detach from the city. You can escape that kind of environment because if you spend 40 minutes every day, every morning into uh, traffic jams and you want to escape the stress and you happen to work remotely, then you can actually avoid that. And you start first working from home. Mm. And then you start thinking, okay, but if I'm working from home and I live in Milan or I live in New York City when I spend uh, yeah. a lot of money, okay, living there, why would I remain being here if I spend 23 days of my life uh, every year traveling, okay, the world or being on a mountain hike? So yeah. this was actually the main reason why we... Uh, tried to put together people without quarters to create this kind of community of people that want to have this, let's say, work-life balance. And then we can talk mm. a, bit, a little bit more about the concept of work-life balance uh, to create oh, yeah. out-quarters out because it's mm -hmm. um, basically something, a movement that mm -hmm. uh, teaches you or encourages you to experience another way of living. Yeah. Uh, and when you talk about uh, living in a big city like Milano, uh, was that your case? Was that your experience that you were in a big city and then the pandemic hit and you had to work from home and you were like, why am I here? Okay. So uh, to just give you a hint uh, yes. on, my, uh, on my life, before like moving again to, to Napoli, uh the four years before i'm talking about uh 2018 before okay so even before the pandemic uh, mm -hmm. i was in urbino in Ur urbino is a small town uh in the center of italy mm -hmm. when i moved there back in 2016 i was mm -hmm. like okay this is not like napoli i'm sure i'm gonna be depressed here you know there is fog every day there is you know uh not so many people yeah but at the end of the day, I learned the good and the wellness that waking up and hearing the birds gives to your body and working, yes, in fog, but in a clean air gives to your body. Mm. So that 20 minutes walk to, do to, the, to go to the university, okay, was really mm -hmm. helpful, helpful for mm. me. And every time that I came back to Napoli, I was like, how could I live? in this kind of environment <laughs> with this so crazy what is doing yeah exactly yeah. Mm -hmm. and to give you an idea in napoli for example you have these little shops that are literally on the sidewalk with people eating pizzas and at 50 centimeters from them there is the uh, there are the cars that are in yeah. drafting jams so imagine what you're eating there yeah you see? So full I mean? of pollution. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I know. Exactly. So, uh, again, if your will is to uh, go away from such kind of environment, because you can, because you actually can, mm -hmm. because I can also understand why a lot of people maintain 
certain kind of jobs because they, you know, learned different things because they cannot actually move from there where yeah. they are. Even if the job is somehow um, transformable into a digital uh, thinking, into a remote uh, work mm-hmm. environment. So uh, you can actually move from where you uh, you are and uh, live a different kind of lifestyle. Which, yeah. if you think about that, when we become 60 years old or 70 years old, then you have the luck. Because in Italy now, if I want to think about retirement, now the expectations are at 70 years old, when I can barely uh, wor- uh, walk, okay? So if I want to wait for the retirement, mm. what do I do? I go back to the countryside. I, co- I-, I go back mm. to that easy life, to that, you know, eating the potatoes that I uh, have in my backyard, yeah. So that's what I do. That's the expectation that I uh, that I mm-hmm. have for my, uh, you know, last years of my uh, of my life, and that's what's actually changing for me. I think that mm-hmm. if I'm finding out that I can work remotely, so I have plenty of choice to work remotely from, and I uh, can enjoy my lifetime in a different way. Yeah, and you were saying so in 2016 you moved to a small town and that's where you discovered that you didn't need or the busy busy bees and you were fine in a more in a more calm and a more fresh fresher more uh, clean cleaner air exactly so that was 2016 uh, what happened after? Did you go back to the big city for work? Did you have to? Or did you try to get work from a smaller town? How was it? So uh, when I was there in Urbino, before even graduating, I got a job into a marketing agency. And I was already working in a hybrid model there, even before the pandemic. I was going there two days per when week. When was that? 2016? 2016, 2017. Yeah. Okay. 2017. Um, so I was going two days there, working mm-hmm. uh, at the office, and the rest working from home because I was also yes. having, you know, university studies. So I asked them, "Can I do this?" And they say, "Of course. You're young. You have to graduate yourself. We have plenty of, uh, you know, people go work going to the same university because you know, the young people there were the people going at the university." Um, and I was already experiencing this hybrid model, you know, working remotely, mm-hmm. even if they were words that were not used that much inside our Italian vocabulary or, you know, all around mm-hmm. the world like it is now with this. Was that really world. rare to work uh, in a hybrid way in 2016 for sure. in Italy? For sure. Okay. For sure. For sure. So it was right very now- special, actually. Exactly. Exactly. It was a really mm-hmm. dynamic and good environment, I might say. Um, so I was already experiencing it without even realizing. And when it came to 2018 that I graduated and that I didn't want, uh, that I gained so much experience that I could actually, for different reasons, move to do this freelancing, like digital strategy, Mm. marketing, and so on. I said, okay, you know what? I can do this also in another city or also in another environment if if I wanted. So that's what I did. I quit the job. And then mm-hmm. I moved freelance. I got I was brave enough. And then I moved back to Napoli. Ah. Moving back to Napoli <laughs> was like no, maybe okay. it's good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, because you know my personality was a little bit like okay, I want to go back to this city environment, you know, and have this um, mm-hmm. nightlife and meeting my old friends and so on. 
turned yeah. out turned out that I didn't like that kind of lifestyle anymore. So I didn't like the chaos. I didn't like the traffic jams. I didn't like trains that are late in my hometown. I didn't like people screaming all around. I didn't like motorbikes passing my car and, you know, uh, just doing beep, 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 like this. I didn't like Motorbikes this. in the morning, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's uh, why uh, I connected with Roberto that mm -hmm. was in the same situation like me. He was coming mm -hmm. back from Stockholm after five years, okay? And uh, after different few, several years of traveling and working remotely from different parts of the world, like uh, Poland, Portugal, and, at and that so time, on. it's 2018, right? So it's before the pandemic, before the world got to know what Exactly. The world I'm was. talking about 2018 mm -hmm. and 2019, okay? Yeah, yeah. I started traveling and working remotely, okay? Mm -hmm. Again, without even realizing I was a digital nomad or a remote worker, okay? Because I found out, okay, I can do this from this, this place, but mm -hmm. if the, the internet connection is what I need, I can do it from another place in the world. Yeah. So that's what I did. I started doing that in Portugal, in Poland, in other parts of Europe, okay? Yeah. And then COVID came. And then after that, you know, we had this word that we use uh, improperly in Italy, which is called smart working, which, by the way, is work from home. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of people started doing what I was doing. So mm -hmm. COVID on a psychological level and on a working productivity level didn't impact me that much because I was already used into freelancing mm -hmm. and I'm an organized person. And I actually, that was the time when my clients asked me, okay, Ivan, nice the time that we do things together. And actually more and more work came during pandemic mm -hmm. to me than it was before and than it is now <laughs> because people were focused in front of the PCs and then, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's what happened. So. In 2021 and 2022, I went back to travel again, work remotely. And that's when I found out, okay, I'm a digital nomad because there is more and more people doing this. Okay, I align with this community of digital nomads. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, where are these communities? They are into co-working spaces, as you beautifully do in your podcast, and yes. also in co-living spaces. Mm-hmm. Because that's where a lot of people uh, people are. So yeah, I found out these two trends. My first one was last year. I went to Madeira, to Ponta do Sol, uh, yeah. where uh, uh, I met so many cool people. And that's where I uh, realized, okay. Wait, 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 when did you go to Madeira? Last year, in November. Uh, November 20... 2022. 2022. Let me think. Uh, I was there in November 2021. Ah. <laughs> well, Whatever. just one year of difference, but yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I went there because I was curious about the island, because I never went, and because, you know, I wanted to escape a little bit and try on myself this thing of, you know, doing a full time in shorts. <laughs> it was amazing to have, uh, for the first time in my life, a buff, a swim into uh, the sea in November. I never did that. Mm -hmm. So I was cool. And uh, then I realized, okay, I, this is cool life. Uh, I'm, 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 I, I cannot stress it too much. I feel really grateful 
and lucky yeah. to enjoy this kind of lifestyle working remotely and deciding and having the freedom to decide and having the privilege to decide whenever I want to go, whoever I want to be with and whatever I want to work on. This is really, really cool. And it's not that uh, common right now to, to have in a lot of countries in the world. Yeah. So yeah, that's when I found out about co-living. I experienced it and I said, yeah. wow, this is so cool. And of course, my entrepreneurial mind told me why this thing doesn't exist that much in, uh, in Italy. And at that time, I started to make my research. Some people already were doing it and are actually the pioneers of this, yeah. uh, of this movement. We have different ones in uh, Sicily, in Puglia, in uh, yeah. also in Tuscany, in Sardinia, uh, and so on. And then I said, okay, in my region there is none. That's how I connected to, uh, to Roberto. And they said, look, yes. I experienced this. He wanted to do the same thing. We together uh, talked to each other and then we... So you kept contact. Even exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Last year in December, we met each other in Napoli. And from there, we both applied to a fund and we got grants. And uh, that's how we uh, basically started this venture that is called Hot Waters. Wow, two jumps, two big jumps. And one, when you graduate university and you become a freelancer instead of just being an employee like everybody else, how crazy can you be, you know? And uh, second leap about being not a freelancer, but an entrepreneur then. But by that time, you had so many years of experience into hybrid remote work and then started putting the word on it and started to know about uh, the big trends of co-working and co-living. And then you're like, it's my turn now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. But it's because of uh, my entrepreneurial mind, because at the end of the day, if I wanted mm -hmm. to do that without, you know, putting in so much effort and building a startup, mm -hmm. I would have been like, okay, let's organize a simple meetup in my hometown and then let's see how it goes. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to be an employee and I want to be an entrepreneur. So it would, it made sense to me to do this thing yeah. with Roberto and, uh, yeah. And especially mm -hmm. in, my, in my region, like at one hour and 20 minutes from here, there is this cool place that is called Cilento, which is a UNESCO site, a protected area, the biggest mm -hmm. one in Italy, where you can have uh, seed that you can find also in Thailand, uh, good food that you can also have in Portugal. And, um, and yeah, like the work-life balance that you can have in a small town and uh, in uh, any kind mm -hmm. of a little borgo uh, that you can have in uh, in Italy. So we ran the mm -hmm. first experience that was called... Yeah, so you remet with Roberto uh, December 2022, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. And you started playing this whole thing and the first experience was not too long ago. Exactly. It was from the 23rd... Uh, it was up to, from the 9th to the 23rd of uh, October. We stayed, mm -hmm. we lived together and worked together with uh, uh, people coming from uh, Colombia, New York, Albania, uh, Tuscany, and other parts of the world, where we basically did what we wanted to share with them. Our dream yes. became a reality, and it became a reality exactly on a Saturday night when we were dancing, singing, and, uh, you know, uh, just enjoying our lifetime. 
and prioritizing ourselves in a little small town in Italy with local people. That's where, you know, uh, that's when we realize, okay, we can actually live differently from what we can get in Napoli when we are all screaming into traffic jams or in New York cities when we are where we are smelling a lot of bad smells, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the funny thing is that all of us worked mm. less, worked less, and yes. our clients and our uh, fellow co- uh, colleagues didn't realize that we were working Ooh, less. Higher productivity, yeah. Yes, That's exactly. one of the big thing about remote work is that research has shown you have higher priority. But one mm-hmm. of the big arguments for employees to get more remote work is, oh, I work longer hours. But I'm like, if you have higher per, uh, productivity, uh, you don't need to work more hours. You do more in less. Exactly, exactly. Mm. And uh, we had, for example, uh, one lady that was called, that is called uh, Kimberly. She came there and said, look, guys, I'm completely burned out. I'm here to decompress and to, you know, live a different life. You know, funny, uh, after two weeks, her face was transformed. Because when you live in such an environment, when you wake up and the only thing. Yeah, it was the sun, first of all. (laughs) Second goal is the Mediterranean diet. And uh, you don't mm. even have, you know, to do this thing of uh, connected with local people and so on. But just to the fact that when you wake up in the morning and you, the only sound that you hear is the birds and the, the mm. bell of the church, you are in a totally different mood. Yeah. And uh, sometimes in our lifetime, I'm not saying, okay, let's all move to the countryside or to small towns. But I'm saying sometimes in our ear, there should be some time when we treat ourselves. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. One of the two things that uh, interest me here is that you've been talking a lot about work life balance. I heard once that says no such thing. It's all life balance because work is part of life. Uh, what would be your take on this? Okay. Um, first of all, if you're already researching, or seeing any kind of video on YouTube about work-life balance, you're already uh, in the mood that you're not prioritizing one of both. Mm. Like if you're a mom or a just of a just-born child, you're prioritizing life over work. If you are mm. like in burnout, you're prioritizing work over life. So uh, there is already an an unbalance, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, in my opinion, there is not such a thing of work-life balance because Mm -hmm. nowadays in this era, what we have to do is to accept the abundance in life and accept the fact that we uh, sometimes have to work more, sometimes have to work less. The only thing that I would suggest as any kind of coach or therapist would give us is to prioritize ourselves first and put Mm -hmm. the life in this work-life balance, uh, you know, um, expression. Let's do life-work balance, not work-life balance. Because Mm -hmm. when we start prioritizing ourselves, we are happier. And if we are happier, like we experienced in our experience in October, uh, we are more productive. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing. And uh, why is there, like, in my opinion, why is there the human resource uh, department? Because everybody of us want different thing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the people that are responsible to keep ourselves happy. And w- that's when the struggle happens if you are a freelancer. 
funny i cannot hide you that uh, uh before uh and during the pandemic i was more productive than ever but fa- mm. uh chances were that after that period of time when i was working from 8 a.m to 8 p.m i was destroying myself so i needed to put limits on myself and i said okay this is not the life that i want for myself because i don't want to spend i'm 30 years old now and if i did this from 26 to 30 years old and i look back i yeah. ask myself who is going to give me back that time nobody so yeah it's good to be in this startup world entrepreneurship world and so on but please let's also enjoy our lifetime sometimes mhm Mm-hmm. And the second thing that intrigued me was you were talking about the local uh, life, the local people, the local community. It's complicated to bring digital nomads, remote workers from all over Italy and all over the world into a small villages where their own traditions, you know. It's two different worlds, aren't they? Yes, totally. And uh, imagine the place where we started Cilento Uh, I highly recommend to the listeners to um, uh, search about this. Is C I L E N T O. Um, we'll add the link in the comment. Yes, yes. And um, the thing is, there uh, that area gets crowded for just three months per year in the high yeah, tourist season so. in summer. Yeah. So uh for such a cool place good weather 300 days of sun uh, per year and so on it's a pity you know that uh, in the low season it gets yeah. depopulated and it's actually a problem that there is there so uh for such a big area it has a coastline of 200 kilometers if you want to drive from north to south you take up to 3 hours and a half to do it so it's like a small country and that yeah. area gets depopulated and there is nobody during winter why because of course people do not realize that if they want mm. they can organize themselves yes you can go to milano you can work there into a marketing agency and so on but you can become a freelancer or work remotely and you can ask your boss to you know uh yeah. be a remote worker i have many friends that are there now and that work remotely and go for example just one day per month to the uh, to the office that is in Napoli or Milano Salerno okay to answer your question uh yes it is really really difficult because we are talking about italy we are talking about two yeah. other words campania have you heard about uh-huh. campania before probably not it's a region of italy have you heard about cilento before no probably not it's uh, like an area in italy cilento yeah but uh, that's nothing to with it <laughs> and have you Have you heard about Agropoli which was the town we were running the experiencing in? No. So uh we uh pivoted that a lot and the uh, positioning ourselves in the digital nomad community is really really difficult because yes, you have the seaside, you have the mountains, you have the hiking, you have the uh, zip line, you also have survival courses in the mountains, you have surf, you have kite surf, you have everything that you can have in any other region of the world literally, I'm not joking. But the thing is that yeah. we are not Bali. We are not Lisbon. Okay? Yeah. We are a different town. So mm-hmm. what are you selling is not base itself, the location itself, but actually what you can get out of it. Yeah. So it's the slow living experience, the small town, the mm-hmm. Italian brand lifestyle made in Italy. Yes, but after that what we are really trying to tell to people is that we are trying to 
gather pioneers of an international community mm-hmm. there in Agropoli and Cilento, because when we can actually scale up in such a big area, we don't want mm-hmm. to create uh, a new bubble because that's what you usually get in a lot of digital nomads hotspots. It's bubbles. It's not like that old school trip where you go and you just stay with Italians or, you know, people, we want people to interact. Yeah. Was really cool. We actually had another girl that came. Uh, Mm -hmm. She came because she had, uh, she was also American. She came because she had uh, relatives living in the town that we were running the experience. So imagine how cool it was. And she told us, I'm here because you provided me the infrastructure to work remotely from. Mm. So that's why I totally believe that that was validation for me of this revolution of work. Because that told me, okay, we actually provided this lady the proper condition to work remotely and to meet her relatives. That's something that you cannot get because in Agropoli, we don't even have fiber optics in certain areas. We are still with uh, 5.6K or ADSL. Imagine how remote that area is. And we are talking about Italy, European Union, yeah. right? So imagine mm-hmm. that. But uh, yeah. Okay. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sadly, we're coming to the end. So there's one last thing I want to ask before ending this, yeah. and it's your second experience because you're planning to do it a second time, right? Yes, we are doing it next spring. Dates are still not out, but please follow us on outquarters.com or just reach out to me and follow me on LinkedIn because I'm going to announce it uh, really, really soon. And, and, and do you plan to do anything differently for this second experience compared to the first one? Or do you want to just redo it one more time because it was so amazing? So funny to show you an idea that I have, uh, and I'm really not afraid to share this with the world, is I see Echo living a really good container of you know social dynamics among nomads and remote workers. But I also see the co-living for uh, a specific kind of content, like for those that are uh, passionate about photography, for those that are passionate mm-hmm. about hiking, for those that are passionate about writing, yeah, you know, these kind of things. But I also mm-hmm. see a co-living worth it for people that are not into digital marketing or, you know, uh, digital things in general. Mm. Why not have a co-living for people passionate about motorbikes, for example? I can imagine such a, you know, experience for one week. Also in the Alps mm-hmm. of Italy, for example, of motorbikers living together in a big structure and going around with their motorbikes instead of going just for one day there and doing that thing mm-hmm. of going there and going back home. That would be yeah. totally amazing, in my opinion. So that's okay, where I so see that... this evolving. And that's what I will yes. try with Roberto to build in the next experiences as well. Oh. Nice, nice. Yeah, I can today see it. I can today see it. And there's so so much opportunity uh, about uh, many different type of community yes. building. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So one last thing for you. Uh, is mm-hmm. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about and we didn't have the time to tackle yet? One last thing. Okay, one last thing. I think that... Um... I agree with many, 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 many uh, companies 
uh, that are now bringing their employees back to the offices for one reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I uh, like disagree with this thing of uh, remote work, but it's also true that we were not ready for remote work and we need a lot of education mm-hmm. for this kind of mindset, for this discipline, because it requires a lot of discipline. Like I met so many digital nomads during these years and uh, I've uh, seen a lot of them struggling of, you know, maintaining high productivity levels because they were into these, you know, yeah. really uh, fairy tale environment or traveling the world and working together. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think that we were not ready for that. And uh, those that are ready and can actually embrace this lifestyle require flexibility, adaptability, and uh, really, really high discipline. So this is not for everybody. And uh, I've also seen this uh, among our participants that we had. And uh, I also was the one, hey, what are you doing at working at this uh, 1 a.m. in the morning? Please stop, (laughs) you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's true that for a lot of people, March 2020 was a free fall into remote working and they didn't know what was the best practice, they didn't choose it, it was forced, they weren't prepared for it, they didn't have the infrastructure, nothing. So it's not the best condition, you know, to do your best and to be in the best condition to, to do what you're meant to do. So uh, it's it's go back to your purpose, going slow. Exactly. I really remote working too. Yeah, in my vision, uh, having not an hybrid model of going, you know, back and forth, but uh, if companies also give the chance to gradually move into remote work, like Zapier did, for example, um, it would be a really, really great, uh, great thing. Which could also be okay. Let's organize a two weeks. Uh, workation for our international uh, remote work um, people and on the other hand for yeah. people that are staying inside our offices to meet together I don't know somewhere else in, yeah. the, in the world that work from there so they experience uh, this kind of lifestyle yeah yeah if I care bit, about the bit. if I prioritize the happiness of employees because that's the thing if you prioritize mm-hmm. the happiness because happiness doesn't always mean I work remotely because I met also people doing holidays and say, hey, I love going to the office. I love that social environment. Okay. So it's totally fine for me. Mm -hmm. Well, before leaving, there's just a few comments that we got from uh, LinkedIn about people uh, like Enes here, uh, just saying hi. Hi, Enes. Or uh, Claudia clapping. Hey, hi, Claudia. Or uh, just uh, putting some fire on. So that's good. Ciao, Giovanna. <laughs> <laughs> and if people want to reach out to you, uh, what is the best place? The best place is LinkedIn, for sure. You can find uh, me on uh, on LinkedIn. And uh, it's Ivano Stella. And uh, yeah, you can talk to me and shoot me a message and we can talk about whatever you want, your projects, my projects, your co-livings and so on. And you were saying you will announce soon as about the second experience. When would that be? How funny. You want to know too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure. In this, by the end the of this month. 
by the end of, by this, the end month, of this month, for sure. Okay, we'll keep something. in touch by the end of this month and know more about it. Well, thank you so much, Ivano, for sharing your story and your deep dive into uh, co-living and co-working and digital money and all that. It was fantastic. Thanks to you for having me, Fanny, and uh, see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.